Welcome to Dare, Share, Create the podcast. Conversations, concepts and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, voiceover artist, singer, speaker and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. Hey, 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 how are you doing? Did you like my interview with Helen Williams last week? I love her tough love with compassion. And when she says, you can have excuses or you can have results, you can't have both. Boom. How true is that? Delivering the truth is something we don't get or give that often because it can seem to be too harsh. Or maybe we're just too snowflakey or wrapped in cotton wool these days. What do you think? Today, I want to give you an exercise that I use with great success when I'm in need of some reassurance or if I'm worried about a certain event or situation going well or if there's something I really dream about. So it's a type of visualization that harnesses the power of a couple of things. Visualization in itself, which is scientifically proven to be extremely useful when you're wanting to achieve a certain outcome. They've studied this extensively, especially in athletes, and it's fascinating how you can get very similar results by actually practicing running a race physically or by visualizing running the race. I also recently read about a study where a group of volunteers practiced playing on the piano and the other group visualized playing the piano. And they saw that the same neural pathways were formed regardless of physical gestures being present or not. Isn't that fascinating? And whilst I was thinking about this podcast episode, I realized that I often practice singing a song or a voiceover script in my mind, predominantly. And then when I come to do the performance, it just comes out like it's supposed to. I started doing this when I was flat sharing and couldn't really rehearse full on at home. And when I was busier and on the go all the time, I would visualize the performance whilst commuting, for instance. Also, I found that in rehearsals, ugh, I could never really hit the highest note or really nail it. But I learned to trust that when I've visualized and when and when I then go on stage, the high notes come out no problem because the adrenaline is rushing through the body and I'm on fire and then, hey, it takes care of itself. The second thing this exercise does is using the power of writing things down. And you know how much I love writing things down. And that works in many ways, but it must be with pen and paper instead of typing if you are going to get the most out of it. So it does a few things writing things down. It helps you remember things better. They call it encoding, so it kind of layers itself better in the brain. It does activate your brain in a totally different way to typing. The centers for language, working memory and reading all gets engaged, which improves your learning skills. It lets you access your creativity, which is why authors like Stephen King, J.K. Rowling, F. Scott Fitzgerald handwrote most of their initial drafts of their big works in fiction. 
And I had a thought like kids nowadays probably never really write by hand. And I'm certainly finding that my handwriting is getting worse. Probably because I don't write as much anymore. I'm probably typing much more than I'm handwriting. But maybe also because I'm trying to write as fast as I can type. But the act of it being slower actually seems to be positive because your thoughts and ideas have more time to be well-formed. Makes sense, right? So thirdly, then we have the acting as if principle. Have people ever told you to fake it till you make it? I think there's some issues around the faking till you make it. Actually, I think there's some big issues around that. I much prefer the term act as if. Act as if it is already true. How would you act if you already had the success that you're looking for? Or if something, if something in quotation mark, already has happened, then when it comes to pass, you can do it because you've already done it. And speaking of J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter, huge spoiler alert here. If you haven't read or seen The Prisoner of Azkaban, skip the next 30 seconds. This is exactly what Harry experiences. He couldn't do a spell to save them until he went back in time and realized that he could do it because he had already done it. And then finally, it's all about energy and feeling. When we put energy and emotion behind something, we create a really powerful charge. So this is what I call my future diary. And I know in episode nine, self-care and setting yourself up for success, I talk about the holistic psychologist's future diary. But that's a different thing to this one. I just happened to call it the same long before I found out about hers, which is brilliant, by the way. Its form and purpose is just slightly different. So I remember sitting in a cafe in Camden a number of years ago. I had to sing a concert with my own music the day after. And I was worried about it because I'd kind of lost my voice. I didn't feel prepared at all. And I was maybe low on energy. I can't quite remember. But I was sort of freaking out going, oh, my God, we sold all these tickets. People are coming to see me. I'm performing at a very historic venue. Ah. So then I'm sitting there in the cafe and I'm looking out on the canal and then I took out my notebook and I wrote the absolute dream scenario. Really specific, really powerful and with utter, utter conviction. And lo and behold, the next day I absolutely smashed it. The gig went so well and to this day is one of the shows I am proudest of having performed. And so the Future Diary was born. And it's something I get all my coaching clients to do, especially the ones who come to me trying to deal with fear of public speaking. So I get them to write down the ideal scenario as if it has already happened. So you want to write the date of the future date when the event has already happened on top of the paper and then using really powerful language, writing how they can handle all their fears of what could go wrong, but get really specific, use really powerful words and lots of feeling. It cannot be wishy-washy. So it could go something like this. Wow. Today I had to give my presentation in front of the whole boardroom. 
I'd been preparing for two weeks and practiced my speech in the mirror so I knew my stuff inside out. I felt so calm, so collected and confident. I had a great night's sleep so I woke feeling refreshed and ready to rock. In the morning, I went for a walk in the park. I did my breathing exercises and listened to some great music in the park. I tested the technical aspects the day before, so I felt totally confident that I had done everything I could to ensure that things would run smoothly. Before I went in the boardroom, I did my peak performance routine, so I felt amazing and energized and just full of confidence. And in the room, I made sure to breathe, smile, stand tall and build rapport with the people coming in. During my presentation, I had a couple of little wobbles, but I used my stalling techniques and composed myself straight away and could continue without it being an issue. I didn't run out of breath and the whole presentation felt relaxed and natural. Afterwards, I was so proud of myself and I got great feedback from people. I was buzzing all afternoon. Freaking awesome. So notice how I read it how I want you to write it. I mean, you could write, wow, today I had to give my presentation in front of the whole boardroom. I'd been preparing for two weeks and practiced my speech in the mirror so I knew my stuff inside out. Blah. No, you got to get the energy behind it. It could also be super short and something, you know, of a personal thing. So, woohoo! I finally managed to do that pull-up. I cannot believe it happened after training and practicing for it and not believing it. But I freaking did it. I feel so powerful and unstoppable. So the key is to use powerful language. Wow. Oh, my God. Amazing. Fantastic. Powerful. Boom. Obviously, in a way, how you would normally express yourself if you're on a bit of a high. Write as if it has already happened. Write until you feel the energy starting to dwindle or fizzle out. Then you stop. And you can feel it as soon as you start getting bored. That's it. Then you have infused it with all the energy and then you can kind of just go, okay, I'm done. Write in as much detail as you possibly can. Write how you would ideally feel. Calm, positive, confident. How do you want to feel in these situations? And you can always remember back to a time where you really felt powerful, where you couldn't, where you were just like on cloud nine and no one could shoot through you. Or if it's a situation, obviously, where you felt just like totally calm and, um, and peaceful, whatever it is, just put that emotional charge into it. Step into those shoes. And if you're finding it hard finding an experience, if you're going for something new and unfamiliar to you, then who can you model? Whose energy can you model? I mean, I'm sure you would have seen a character in a movie or a TV show embody that, which is what you want to embody. So then channel them. What would your hero do? And then you just lean back and see the magic unfold. And it might not unfold exactly like you've written it out, but in my experience, Every time I have worked with my future diary and really put the energy and feeling into it, it has unfolded like that so that the feeling is the same. But the result or outcome might look different. We can't see into the future after all, but we can try to curate it to our liking. 
I've also experienced using it, but not believing what I wrote down or just going through the motions and then it doesn't work. So try it out for yourself. I would love to know what happens for you. It's quite exciting. You can write me an email on elizabeth at elizabethvalentine.com or PM me on Instagram at elizabethvalentine underscore. And you can, of course, find the links in the show notes. But that was it for me today. If this was useful to you, please give us a five-star rating and review. And remember, if you do that, take a screenshot and send to support at renttorentsuccess.com because you can still get a free physical copy of Stephanie Taylor's best-selling book, Rent to Rent Success, if you live in the UK, that is. Her episode is super inspiring. It is number 41. So go and have a listen to that. But for now, from me, a huge thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. It really means a lot. Till next time, keep daring, keep sharing and keep creating. Bye.